Hello and welcome to the Jonathan Bell Show. This is a show documenting my journey after quitting my 9 to 5 job to pursue a career being a creative. Thank you for tuning in. What's up folks, welcome to another episode of the Jonathan Bell Show. We have another behind the mic today and today we have Rue on the phone. Rue, how are you doing today? I'm good, Jonathan. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. Now, we know each other through Instagram. I mean, we've never actually met in real life, but this is how I know you. And you are a hijabi, cosplayer, makeup, and food addict, and a sarcastic New Yorker, <laughs> according yeah. to your Insta bio. All of those. <laughs> Can you uh, just let a little bit, t- tell us about yourself just a little bit? Okay, well, um... People listening to this can't tell, but I do wear hijab, and that's probably the first thing people notice about me when they see me, um, or when they see my Instagram, um, and I, uh, I'm i from New York, and I feel like you don't have a personality in New York unless there is some sort of sarcasm or bite to what you're saying. Um, you know, we do have a lot of transplants in New York, and you can tell that they're not from here because they're all so nice, um, <laughs> genuinely nice. <laughs> Um, and I really, I do like food. I do like makeup and makeup is actually how I got into cosplay. So, um, yeah, that's, that's me in a nutshell or my Instagram in a nutshell. Oh, nice. So you, and I'm just looking through your Instagram now and you do wear a hijab with all of your cosplay. So how, how did you, um, like get the inspiration to cosplay and still, and still wear the hijab while you do it? So, um, I grew up. Um, you know, from a Muslim family, I'm Muslim, and um, my parents actually never, ever told me to wear hijab. This was something that I decided to do on my own as a little kid, and my parents were like, what? Like, how are you going to go to school like this? And I was, like, really adamant, like, I'm going to do this, and my parents were used to me being, me being really stubborn, so I just did it, and um, it's, like, a normal part of my dress, like, you know, going to the gym or like hanging out with my friends or wh- whatever social situation I'm, I'm in, I'm always wearing the hijab. So like when my friend um, was discussing near Comic Con and let's go, and I'm like, oh, I want to cosplay too. Um, my friend recommended, oh, why don't you do like one of the characters from Star Wars, uh, a Jedi or a Sith that wear a hood, and that way, you know. Um, your, the way you dress would still be intact, your head is covered, but you still look, you know, character or movie accurate. And I thought about that, and I'm like, you know, there are a lot of characters that wear hoods or helmets and things like that, and I would be able to cover my head, which I normally do on, on a regular basis, but I thought, you know what? There are a lot of characters and cosplayers like that. That's boring. I want it to be, like, very clear that, you know, I'm Muslim, and I'm also a nerd and a dork like everyone else. So, you know, um, displaying my hijab as part of my cosplay was very important to me. So the very, very, very first um, character that I did was Darth Maul from the Star Wars world. And it would have been very easy for me to just wear, like, the Sith hood, but I didn't. I wore a hijab, so it was very clear, and people, like, ran up to me from all over the con. They were like, you wear hijab, and you're a Sith. This is amazing. Um so, um, and it just sort of, like, blossomed from there because, like, you know, I enjoyed it, and I did Darth Maul because makeup, 
Um, <laughs> but after that, like, I started thinking about it more and more, like, what characters did I love growing up, and what characters do people see and always, like, hold up as, like, a hero, and if they wore hijab, what would their hijab look like, you know, so that, like, really opened up, like, a whole, like, um, like, world for me to look at, you know, because even in my culture, like, from, my parents are from Bangladesh, which is in South Asia, a lot of our clothes don't have hijab, and, and that's always something I grew up doing, like, how do I incorporate hijab into, like, a certain outfit, so, just taking that, you know, parameter and adding it to, like, all these, like, comic characters and movie characters, like, you know, um, really, like, added, like, a little bit to, I think, their, their costumes, so, um, I think, like, showing everyone that, like, yeah, like, everyone is a nerd, including Muslims, um, you know, just, like, take it to that next level, because Muslims are, you know, not really, like, relegated to a certain race or, like, look or something like that. Anybody can be a Muslim. So, you know, having that 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 fabric on the head just to show, oh, this person is maybe of a different faith system, but they also really like fandom. That's pretty dang interesting. And how has, how has the journey been so far with that? Like, um, transparently. Well, for any, for, I'm just asking you because I'm sure people are going to go look at your, your profile and then... You know, they might want to hear like if they want to if they want to do it themselves, like how how much of a backlash or how much of like I want to say backlash. But of course, you know, I I do Superman and you could just imagine that. And then in, in your shoes also because of the world we live in. But for anybody that wanting to start doing something themselves, what what's kind of like a transparent view of, of your cosplay journey so far with that? Right. So, I mean, I think it's really interesting because, like, you and I are both people of color, and there's oh, that's always something that we're going to have to contend with, right? Like, we can't hide that. And um, unless you do, like, an alien cosplay or something, which I have done, and people didn't know my race, um, which I, I don't really like um, obscuring, like, who I am and all of, like, the sometimes challenges but also like the beauty of my upbringing you know like I want that to be part of anything I do so um I've noticed um most of the uh reactions have been overwhelmingly positive um people um I think a lot of Americans and I'm going to focus on America because you and I are both based in the U.S. but I do have some international um interactions as well but in the U.S., I think um, because Muslims in general so, are so vilified and so public, like, in the media, that seeing Muslims, like, represented in a way that doesn't have to deal with, like, international politics or terrorism or something like that is, like, jarring. And they're just like, oh, this person is a Muslim, but she's also, like, Superman. Like, that Superman isn't a terrorist, unless you're referring to certain, like, <laughs> comics or, or whatnot, you know? Right. Um, so I think I think that really plays with people's perceptions and, and unconscious biases that they may have. So that was that was really interesting. And um, I had debuted, like, Superman at New York Comic Con a couple of years ago, but I also took Superman to Washington, D.C. for Awesome Con there. And at that time, that was 2017, no, 2018. So it was 2018 around April, and there were a lot of um, there were a lot of like um, 
uh, news going around or, or stuff in the news about like international relations and like um, policies that Washington was putting down, and a lot of Americans didn't really agree with you know the White House and the way we're interacting with citizens, non-citizens, and like people from other countries. So like it was a very like charged time in our country. Not that we're not in a charged time right now. So I'm walking around in Washington D.C. as Superman wearing my blue hijab that goes with the Superman blue. And, like, it was, it was like, such a moving experience I will never forget. Like, people stopped me in the street. Little kids called me Superman. And I, I love little kids because they're like, you're Superman. You know, they, they never called me Supergirl. They knew I was Superman. And uh, although the parents would be like, oh, that's Supergirl. And they're like, no, that's not a girl, mom and dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> and... Um, you know, um, and then, like, in the con, like, fathers would bring their daughters to me and be like, you know, is it okay if my daughter meets you? Or, like, parents would introduce their children to me. But even adults, like, they were just, they would just come up to me and be like, can I hug you? Like, what you're doing is so important, and it's, like, such a statement. I honestly didn't mean it to be a statement, but people took it that way because they were just, like, so upset um, what our nation was doing with regards to the colloquially referred to Muslim bands and things like that, and they were just like, look at you, like, you're Superman, you know, like, this is amazing, and, you know, just feeling that, like, community was, like, so, like, amazing to me, like, I will never forget, I don't know, you can probably hear the emotion in my voice, but it was, it was so strong, um, and then online, like, my picture got shared, like, so much, I never expected any of this to happen, like, I never expected any of the reaction to my cosplay, I just, like, wanted to wear a cape and, like, swoosh around, like, most cosplayers, and, um, like, there were some people who, like, were negative, and there were, and one person was like, well, costume doesn't really make sense, but I guess Superman, like, is very powerful, so the skirt wouldn't get in the way of him fighting or whatever, because he's all-powerful. Um, and I was like, wow, you really did, like, a technical analysis of my costume. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> and then someone else was like, well, you know, this is, like, really anti-American and this and that, and she's forced to cover her head, and et cetera. And I'm just like, why are you so mad? Like, <laughs> you think I did it badly? Why don't you do it better, you know? Um, and I think that's really interesting also, like, and it's less than 1% of the people who, like, express any sort of negative sentiment. But, um, like, I don't understand how I bother you so much. Like, that, that I think, is, like, really interesting. Like, I get people who admire, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, you really look like the comic book character if the comic book character was a Muslim woman who wears hijab. But, you know, if it's negative, like, what, what, what compels you to express that? So, like, that to me was, like, really interesting. But... Um, the negative comments just make me laugh, and I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> uh, but I didn't answer your question, <laughs> which was, how do how should people get into this? Well, you know what? I think, first of all, it's important to remember that, like, cosplay is supposed to be fun, which I don't think a lot of cosplayers keep in mind because we stress ourselves out making costumes. But honestly, like, you should do it because you like it, you know? And if you don't like it, don't do it. So pick a favorite character, pick something that speaks to you, and then figure out how to display that character in a way that feels authentic to you. Um, most of the characters that I've done have been male characters, 
and you know I feminized them and I wouldn't say that I made like femme superman or something like that or femme batman but um growing up most of the characters I saw like the cartoon character the comic book characters they were men and those were the characters that were my favorite because a lot of the female characters sucked and it's not because they were women but because they were written to be like terrible characters so you know um and i and i see that there's like a huge change and shifting tides and like female representation in the comic world um but pick a character that you like and then make that character true to you you know you don't have to um you know wear something skin tight um because that's what the comic book artist made that character wear like you know you do superman very accurately from like the movies and comics but honestly like i would never wear like skin tight leather pleather you know walking around because that doesn't feel authentic to me but that doesn't mean that um you and i did superman we did it very differently but we did it true to ourselves and i think that's really important so you know, modify the character and, and, and costume to make it work for you. Um, and I think also, just to talk about, like, the female perspective, a lot of women um, definitely feel intimidated to cosplay, Not, you know, because there, there, are, there are definitely female characters out there, but I think across the board, all of the female characters wear highly sexualized costumes, and they don't want to dress like that. And... You know, um, I wear hijab, and that's why, you know, and that's part of my modest attire, and I'm not saying that every Muslim woman who wears hijab dresses modestly, but if you tend to dress modestly for whatever reason, don't feel like you can't modify a character to fit your aesthetic. And, um, and I think that's really important also. Like, you know, all of these characters are from someone's imagination, and your imagination is just as valid. So wear whatever you want and, like, make your character work for you. It doesn't have to be, like, just like whoever envisioned it. That is that is true. That's that's a really good point. I mean, I totally agree with you 100% with that. Or else I would have just, you know, cut all my hair off and shaved my beard. <laughs> yeah, no. That I, I, like, I saw another cosplayer um, who was, like, growing his hair out to do like Aquaman and he was like oh I'm growing my hair out I can't be a Superman anymore and I messaged him and I'm like who cares nobody cares what Superman's hair looks like (laughs) you can do whatever you want and he like took it really seriously he was constantly modifying his facial and head hair for his costumes and I'm like this is like really unnecessary like nobody cares but uh, he cared so you know I hope like that helped him a little bit I don't know but you know you're right. You know, keep your hair, keep your beard, whatever. Exactly. And do you, so since you're a food addict, and I'm sure there's a lot of good places to go, do you ever go out and about to to new restaurants or places to eat in your cosplays? <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> and it's always hilarious. Um, I was talking about Washington, D.C. before, and... Um, like, we were out on the con all day. I was taking my sister and my best friend with me. And we went to dinner afterwards, and we were, like, trying to enter a restaurant, and someone was exiting, and they were like, that was you I saw in the news last night. And I was like, 
Yes, it was. <laughs> that's like really weird. Um, which is like kind of awesome. I, you know, I didn't realize that I was on the news, but you know, there you go. Um, and then, you know, I just, I'll go in restaurants and like my practice cosplay makeup and it like really freaks out the servers. Um, I did that for Ghost Rider. I was like practicing skull makeup because I had never done it on myself before. And I went out to get burgers. Like nobody in the restaurant was in the space. I was like, what, how is this scary to you? But, okay, sure. I was, like, wearing bright yellow, like, bumblebee dress and, like, skull makeup, and it just, like, really freaked them out. Um, but, yeah, I, um, after I did Batman last year, I did, um, I was wearing the mask, and my friends were like, you're not going to take off your mask while you're eating? And I'm like, no, my eyeliner's messed up. I can't show anybody how messed up my eyeliner is. And my friends are in normal clothes, and I'm Batman just, like, eating a taco or whatever. <laughs> Everyone in the restaurant's, like, staring at me. And I'm like, what? Batman needs to eat, too. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I have no shame. And uh, another time, I, I went to get takeout at Superman. And, like, since then, the restaurant owner always calls me, like, Superwoman. Like, she doesn't know my name. She doesn't need to because I'm Superwoman to her. And uh, that's fine with me. <laughs> that is pretty dang awesome. So, what's what's next in your lineup of uh, uh, cosplays you have going on? Um, I'm working on a few cosplays for New York Comic Con. I would like to debut like new things at New York, um, and they're a secret for now. Um, but I will say that all of them are going to have um, to incorporate on top of the hijab some aspect of South Asian traditional clothing. So, like, one of my um, costumes is going to be a shari, or sari in Hindi. Um, another one is going to be a lenga, which is, like, a tunic and a skirt. And um, one of the other ones is going to be a salwar kameez, which is a tunic and pant. So I'm trying to incorporate, like, other aspects of my culture besides just the hijab, which is, like, more religious. So... Um, hopefully things go according to plan, fingers crossed, but I'm really excited about it. I have a, a lot planned for New York this year. That sounds pretty dang awesome. I really do wish I could go over there that year to, to New York Comic Con. That would be pretty amazing. When are you coming? I don't know yet, honestly. I don't know, but I need to get over there yeah. soon. I need to go walk Absolutely. around New York and to photographs. It would be fun. Oh, there's so much to photograph in New York. Mm, I can I can only imagine. Um, okay, and and lastly, real want to ask you where where can yeah. people find you online? Oh, um, well, I'm on Instagram, which is how we met each other. And I was actually thinking about that, like how you and I connected, and I'm still not sure. I think I think I was searching for Superman, and that's how I found you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I don't know how you found me though. Um, I'm on Instagram at Halalipop, and I'm also on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook with the same handle. So that's um, H-E-L-A-L-I-P-O-P. Yep, Halalipop. Awesome. And I know you gave some advice about cosplayers, but before we end today, uh, is there any insight or perspective along your journey so far, far that you haven't said that you want to share with people? Um... What a great question. I think um, the thing that I really like have learned from the cosplay community is generally how kind and accepting everyone is. 
like uh, a con um, in general, a con or like a place where a bunch of cosplayers are gathered is generally a very safe and accepting space. And um, the cosplay community, you know, really opened my eyes to seeing that. And it's been like such a positive and amazing experience. So, you know, um, for people who are intimidated or who think that like, cosplay is for professional cosplayers only which I don't even know what a professional cosplayer is but you know don't be intimidated by that because everyone is genuinely like so nice and so sweet even the person in like the 10 foot tall monster costume is just a person and um you know I, I I hope everyone like endeavors to keep it that like safe and welcoming space um, and, you know, definitely, like, talk to people, and, and, you know, I hope we can, like, spread that positivity and, like, feeling of community outside of the con world, where, like, everyone is nice and accepting, no matter, like, how technically accurate or casual their cosplay is. So, you know, um, I'm really hoping, like, to meet people. I've made really great friends, you know, cosplaying, and, like, I'm talking to you, Jonathan. I never thought that was going to happen, so... <laughs> You know, like, it's been, like, such a great experience, and I hope, like, more people, you know, come into this world and also, like, help make it and keep it, like, the amazing space that it is. That's a great sentiment, Rue. Thank you for that. Thanks. You're welcome. And thank you. Thank you for doing this. Oh, thanks for wanting to come on the show, honestly. I, I really appreciate it. What do you got planned today for the rest of New York? You're in New York. You do pretty much anything you want to do. Uh, that's true. Um, so what I'm going to do is I recently moved and I like didn't unpack my life because I was fasting for Ramadan. But I don't have that excuse because Ramadan ended over a month ago. And I recently built furniture, which if people follow me on Instagram, I'm always like detailing the food I eat and the furniture I'm building because that's what I do these days. Um, so I'm going to like unpack my cosplay things and like store them in a way where I can find everything. And I really need to start like making my, my cosplay. So today the plan is to unpack all my cosplay stuff. Oh, so, sounds like a fun organizing brand. day though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got my sweats ready. Got to get like a good, like pump up jam session to like have everything go. That's going to count as strength training because cosplay stuff is really heavy so yeah it's it's gonna be a good productive day i feel it awesome well rue i appreciate it thank you so much for coming on the show and for sharing with everybody your story and i hope you have a good rest of the day organizing and unpacking thank you <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> bye bye well, that was Rue. You can find her on Instagram at H-E-L-A-L-I-P-O-P, Heliopop. Once again, thank you for joining and hearing another story and perspective from somebody else. I'll see you in the next episode.